This is the Leave Your Legacy Podcast. Welcome to the Leave Your Legacy Podcast, episode two. I am your host, Chris Norris, with my co-host, RJ Messenger, and we have our first official guest on the show. You probably will recognize his voice if you listen to the intro. We have Mr. C. Brown in the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. What's wow. up, guys? We have, and this legitimizes our podcast for sure. We have an actual it does. guest. It does. And it's exciting that it can be him. I mean, we could have had, uh, you know, anyone in here um, and to be able to get someone that's on his level for the first episode, first official guest episode is, yeah. is, is a big thing. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to learning more about C. Obviously, yeah. widely known in the Erie area and beyond. Uh, you and RJ go way back. Tell us a little bit about how you guys know each other. Well, I recognized him from years ago, about uh, 2007, when I was working for the city. I was a garbage man at 19. And I seen his face around, but we didn't speak. You know, I didn't know him. He didn't know me. Then years later, I see this Iron Empire thing come out of nowhere, and he's like the face of it. I'm like, wait a minute, I, I know that guy. I recognize that guy. I didn't realize who he was. And um, then we started getting closer through a mutual friend, uh, my dude Howie, a.k.a. Three Gloves, who shoots my videos and does a lot of my photos. And uh, he does a lot of photos for RJ as well uh, when he's doing the modeling thing. And then RJ started reaching out. I started modeling for Iron Empire, and boom. Yeah. It's a mutual That's respect it. thing. You okay. Know? That's it. Yeah. And I mean – <clears throat> Sorry, something in my my throat here. <laughs> Just two Clear double stacks from Wendy's and six piece nugget. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that you know he had to hit, hit the nail on the head. Um, definitely through Howie, it was one of those things where I kept seeing C Brown and more more photos. And at first, it was one of those things like he said where I would see him, but he was always so quiet. I'm like this guy, they're just hates me <laughs> he thinks i'm like some crazy racist nazi dude because i'm all my tattoos or he's just really quiet um and then we just linked and, and it just you know it clicked right out right after the, i think the first photo shoot we did yeah. together yeah. um yeah it was so. just very organic you know what i mean like i yeah. respect people when they're doing something big and eerie and i think he felt that way about myself right. so i mean we just like you said we just clicked nice and uh yeah it's been a go from there Awesome. Well, if yep. anyone knows you, see, they know that you're not quiet. You are a very talented musician. Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, you're obviously very well known in the music scene. Mm -hmm. For those folks who may have been living under a rock for a while, <laughs> who is C. Brown? <laughs> All right. Well, you know, C. Brown is just this guy who loves to express himself in, uh, through the arts. Uh, started writing poetry in middle school. Uh, been playing the piano since I was eight years old. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got into music around, yeah, around 2007. Took it seriously, realized that uh, this is what I want to do. And, uh, you know, I was making beats and doing things like that, but I was actually, you know, I was I was that quiet kid. Like, I was afraid to rap. I didn't want to <laughs> rap. And I gave it a go one time in the studio, messing around with some friends. I was like, you know what? I actually enjoyed myself doing that. Maybe I should yeah. do this more. Like, I'm already writing. And then um, next thing I know, it's just been like a stream of shows and, you know, just staying in the studio, being consistent, uh, sharing the music. You know, at the time, it was MySpace. So, <laughs> oh, man. so everybody was on nice there space. and, you know, just catching a name for myself and, you know, collaborating with some of the bigger names in Erie um, at that time and get my name out there through that. So, yeah, it's just been it's been that. It's, yeah. I'm happy to be here still doing it. Wow. So you've evolved with the platforms, obviously. Yeah, definitely evolved. Nice. And what is, what's your MySpace link now? If oh. anyone wants to hit it oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like Charles Brown eight one four or something like that? Nice. And what do I gotta do to be in your top eight? What do I gotta do? Um, oh man, yeah. So RJ, when when did you? I mean, do you listen to his music? Are you a rap guy? I don't, actually don't even know if I know that about you. Yeah, I mean, I love all kinds of music. And a perfect example is last weekend. 
No, two weekends ago. No, it was the same weekend. Last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. Friday night, I actually, and I told him, I'm like, I apologize to admit this, but I've been to a few of his shows before, but they're really late, and I'm not a late guy, <laughs> so I would, like, hang out for a couple songs here, and I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. But I stayed, and there was just a vibe that night, and, and oh, I, I made a post on social media about it. I just... I saw something and felt something in that room that night. That was something I, I can't explain it. I mean, yeah. there was, you know, black, white, Puerto Rican, whoever, you know, adults, kids over the age of 21, obviously, was a bar. <laughs> um, and everyone, it just nothing in the world fucking mattered, right. except for listening to what he had to say and, and, and do his thing. And it was absolutely amazing. I stayed till the end. And then the next night, I'm like, hey, <laughs> my friend's playing this uh, country band, Small Town Revolution, and they're playing at the Sunflower Club. Why don't you come out and do this? So then next night, we're at this country concert. Mm. He goes up and freestyles. They I called him it. out. <laughs> nice. the, but the yeah. most amazing thing I've ever seen. It was a great um, weekend. So, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm man. into I'm into all kinds of music, but uh, definitely, definitely now uh, – I feel like I'm a legitimate fan. You know, I feel like I've been like a fan before of you, but after watching an entire show, concert, whatever, you know, you would call it. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't wait. I think you're, you're playing again this week and coming up, right? Yeah, I am, actually, yep. at uh, Basement Transmissions. Yep. But, nice. yeah, the, uh, the show was just, like he said, man, it was just great energy. It was just a vibe in there that just, you know, you, you couldn't deny it. You no. couldn't deny it. And a lot of people, you know, they go home early and things like that, but, like, people just stayed. There were people there way before the show started. And that's rare for a hip-hop show. Yep. So even I was, like, surprised by, like, you know, the outcome of everything and, and how many people were there. And it was just, it was just, man, euphoric, you know? Wow. And I've, yep. been, I've been riding that wave. And I've done tons of shows, but this one was just like, God, everybody's, in, like, on the same wavelength. They're just in good spirits. Yeah, we need more of that, yeah. right? And you that's know. what I represent, man. And it, yeah. I've, I've been to a few wow. little hip-hop shows here and there, out of town, in town, and... There's always, you know, kind of a weird vibe, and, and and it's no offense. I've been, I was involved in the music scene where I was fighting people every single night, getting fist fights, whatever it is, and so like I've been to a lot of hip hop shows where it's always like, man, like those dudes over there look like they're gonna beef with these, you know, and there was none of that. I mean, it was like everyone was on the same page. There was no, you know, no negative vibes in the room. There was no drama, you know. Just everyone just got it was crazy. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. That's awesome, man. Music has a funny way of bringing people together, doesn't it? it? Does. Yeah. It and when does. you're writing music, when you're writing poetry, you said it sounds like you obviously have an affinity for writing. Mm -hmm. Who are you thinking about when you're writing? Who is your like audience? The world. The world. Nice. You're yeah, in big. I like the world. that. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is because you know, I'm not trying to sound like condescending or anything like that, but like you can't. For me, you can't write music you know, expressing feelings and, and emotions and, and everyday situations and not want the world to hear it because we all feel. We all go through things or have been through things. So, like, I don't think of, like, a certain audience, like, oh, I need to reach this demographic or that demographic. Like, I write what I write, and whoever latches onto it, latches onto it. So, but primarily, you know, I am thinking of myself because it's like, this is my therapy. This is my outlet. You know, we all have that. You know, some people, you know, go to the gym. Some people take hikes or, or travel, like my outlet. And, uh, you know, my, my therapy is music. So I'm always thinking like, okay, how can I get this out? And what's the best, what's the best way I can say this, that, and the third? And then, you know, after that, it's like, okay, I got to get this to the people because I know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. And I mean, that's, that's gotta be an amazing feeling. I mean, I get yeah. to do that through my brand with some of the sayings on the shirts <clears throat> or some of the posts I make on social media. But I mean, to be able to, 
to create music. And and I was I, I was in a band for a long time, you know, yeah. and I sang. I wrote a lot of lyrics. Mine were a little bit more negative at the time and talked <laughs> about, you know, really mean, <clears throat> nasty, angry shit. Right. But it's like, you know, to be able to to take what you're feeling and and in the world that we live in today and to be able to connect with people that way, like like last weekend was absolutely incredible to see. You know, right. people knew the words, singing along. I mean, it was insane. Yeah, it that's insane. really cool. I was shocked. I've always wondered. <laughs> I'm not a musician. I've never been any. You in any, have to. Uh, scream can you out. wear what you you need to come to the next show? Do you like in this? that outfit? So just for you, that. you would fit in though. That's how the crazy thing. There mm-hmm. was yeah. I saw people. I swear, I saw someone there in like a suit that night. It was insane. <laughs> no was judgment insane. was passed. Right. All right, it was all like, right. We're here having like. You know, it was like a world party. Yeah. It was, you know what I mean? It was Maybe a lot we'll of put a snap back on you, but I'll, <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. I'll get a snap back. Yeah. yeah. No, this whole look is just so that you and I are like Jekyll and Hyde. See, exactly people yeah, are like, because, okay. you know, you know yeah. I think I think it plays into Normally how different Normally I wear the are. sweaters, but he asked me not to wear them when I come in for yeah. the podcast. Okay, okay. Right. A little, little switcheroo. Right. Yeah. I'm the preppy one. He's like the, the, the tattoo <laughs> tough it. guy. Go ahead. Right. I like the duality here. Yeah. You, know, you balance us. You balance yeah, I'm in us the perfectly. Middle. Yeah. I'm in the middle. So I've always wondered for like musicians, and, and you could speak to this too, like I'm not a musician. I love music though. When you're up there performing, singing, wailing away on the bass or pounding away at the drums, and you see people singing your lyrics, screaming your lyrics, crying maybe like- Somebody did cry. Yeah. What is yeah. that? Sweet. Somebody what, did cry. What does that feel like? Cause like that's oh, gotta man. be so cool. Overwhelming. Yeah. You know, because like I was that shy kid who- used to play his keyboard in his room and didn't want to be bothered by anybody. I was very, you know, very shy about what I did. I didn't know if I was good or not. I was just expressing myself. And then, you know, fast forward years later, you see people reciting your lyrics. You see people crying. You see people wanting to hug you. People telling you that your songs touched them. It's just like, wow, I I never saw this coming, mm-hmm. ever. You know, I just wanted to make music because I just love the sound of music. But I never thought it was going to affect people to this magnitude. And um, honestly, I'm just, I'm super grateful to be able to give people something that they can go home with and just sit with and relate to, connect with, share with their people and um, and, f- and not feel alone at the same time. Because I feel like a lot of people in this world feel alone. And when you throw in that song that just hits you, it's like, oh my God, there's somebody that's just like me. Mm-hmm. Even though we might be from two different worlds, he gets me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, the true reward of doing this. Wow, well said. Yeah, and, and to go off of what he said with everything he does, it's... It's refreshing to have someone in the hip hop scene to to um, rap to, to to talk about real life shit, not yeah. you know hoes and and yeah. the drugs and this and that and all that stuff. And yeah, you're gonna get a song here and there from everyone about that stuff. Right, but right. but I mean, at the end of the show, and I, and I hope that you remember what it was because I'd like you to say it at some point during this. But you know, he had a little three minute you know, statement that he made about life. And it was like, man, like I got chills from it. Yeah. I got chills <laughs> I'm from getting it. Chills and, now. and, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's just refreshing to have, have someone, um, you know, be like that nowadays, especially with, with their craft and what they're doing. I mean, there's just too much, too much negativity mm-hmm. um, and people using their platforms to try and be someone or not, you know, try and play off. Like there's some hard gangster dude or, you know, right. the, the, the clothing, the jewelry, the, the girls, whatever, whatever sure. it is. I mean, it's just, it's getting outplayed. So yeah. it, it's, it's refreshing to see someone like C Brown being successful. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I think that a lot of people in Erie notice that and see that. And, and I think a lot of people feel the same way as me. Totally. And, and see, I mean, I'll speak on, on behalf of like, like the way I was brought up is there has always been a little bit of a, 
I guess like a, a negative stigma against hip hop because yeah. of the way, you know, I grew up like sneaking MTV when my parents weren't home. Like, so I could watch some of that hip hop music video right. and my eyes were open to some crazy stuff, you know, <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> you know, yeah. but you know, there is kind of a negative stigma attached to some hip hop, certainly not all. Right. And it sounds like based on, you know, your music and the, the music I've heard that you've made, the videos I've watched, you're trying to alter that stigma a little bit and maybe push back with some more positive messages, relatable content. Talk about that. Like, is that kind of your mission and sort of like leading into your legacy? I think now, because I'm starting to realize that this whole music thing is is way bigger than me. You know, getting into yep. it, I, I don't want to say I was selfish, but, you know, I thought about myself more than everybody else. And I was like, you know, you know, going through the motions in life and you're, you're seeing your peers hurting because they're going through things. And, uh, you know, you're seeing your neighbors go through things or whoever, coworkers, whoever. And you realize it's like, man, I, I just want to help. I just want to, I want to teach them something, but I don't know what to say right now because maybe I haven't gone through enough. And I feel like I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, I've seen people connect with the songs, listen to them, compliment me on them. I need to give back. How do I give back? By, you know, turning the show into a, I hate to say it, but a, a ministry, mm, sort of right? speak. You know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta talk to the people, you know, yep. um, I know we were going to get into it a little later, but, you know, like I don't have my parents right now. They're both deceased. Mm. May they rest in peace. And, you know, that just opened my eyes. It's like I don't have anybody to really talk to me or teach me anything. You know, I have an older brother and sister, but, you know, they're living their own lives. And I respect that. They respect me. We love each other. But it's like, who's going to speak to everybody else? You know, Erie is in a place that is really dark. Um, it has been this way for some time. You know, I mean, it's starting to brighten up a little bit. But... um somebody needs to help these people man because people are going through depression and, and anxiety uh poverty relationship issues job issues you know financial you know circumstances and whatnot so it's like somebody needs to tell them like hey you can change your situation mm -hmm. and um between you know my, my mother passing away between me uh leaving my job a couple years ago i just experienced some real like some real growth and a transformation and like i'm a different person than who i was four or five years ago sometimes i don't even recognize myself with some of the things that i say so that night you know last weekend it was like yo this is the perfect time to like talk to the people and help them yep. while i got all these people in this room i need to i have to make sure they feel how i feel you know and, and just be able to you know believe in themselves and, and make sure that they you know they leave their legacy too and how important that is that's powerful yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we want to do, RJ, is we want to meet people that are using their platform to try to spread a positive message and influence people. Yeah. You know, I'm not interested in hearing about someone that made a bunch of money and I want to know how they're influencing people and how they're building into their legacy. So you talked about a little bit about your parents, mm. you know, <clears throat> their influence on your life. What would you say, you know, what kind of legacy do they leave for your family, your brothers and your sisters? And how has that influence kind of where you're at right now? Uh, my mother never gave up. And um, that's 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 her testimony. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She just she was a hustler. That woman had two to three jobs. She'll have a full time job and then two side jobs and just kept it going. Even when she had her dark moments and was like, I can't win. I can't win. The next day she got up and did whatever she had to do to be able to sustain her living and to be able to take care of her kids. And so that's the legacy and the mark that she left on me because I kind of got away from that. You know, as a kid, you don't think about what your parents are doing or how impactful they are. You're a kid, right. you know, you're running the streets and, you know, you're dealing with girls and boys and you're at the park and, you know, yeah. you, you get into a lot of the trouble and things like that. But, you know, in hindsight, I realized that um, she taught me 
unknowingly how to just keep it moving, get it together. Like if you want change, it's possible because, you know, she did it. She made changes every day. She just kept it going. She had that momentum about her, you know, that uh, that willpower to, you know, to strive for for better or to just be able to maintain the life that she had. Mm-hmm. So and and I think that affected not only me but my siblings as well. As far as my father, he served in the military. Uh, he died in '91, so I never really got to know him. But I think his impact on me was just he was a soldier of life. Wow, you yeah. know he had that confidence to go do something great, and he did it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, wow, I love it. Yeah, yeah. They say <clears throat> someone said the other day, you know, movement is growth. Yeah, and, and it really, I mean, because once you stop moving, you're not <clears throat> growing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be stagnant with your life and just you know, I think I talked about last week or the other uh, episode was, you know, if you're happy with your nine to five and just doing that day to day, there's nothing wrong with that. But where's the growth in that? You know, you're 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 not growing. You're you're not going out of your comfort zone. You know, so like he said, you know, with his mother, like she just never stopped going. I mean, look at look at what what made him out. You know, or what made him. You know, mm-hmm. right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Movement is definitely growth, and <clears throat> um. You know, I don't, I don't think I ever was able to meet your mother, but right. from the sounds of it, um, thanks, mom, because because yeah. you you did something good here. <laughs> yeah. She's doing some cool shit. She did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My mother was, she was just great, man. She overall, she was just a great person, and she loved life. She really did enjoy people. Like she's like how I am. You know, just she just gets people together for no no reason and just embrace everyone with love. So I, you know, I really admire that about her and she left that on me as well. Cause I was always like, man, why am I always like wanting to be around people and, and, and do stuff and, and party yeah. and things like that? Cause I grew up very, very shy and introverted, but I'm like, man, I always gotta have like friends get together and have a good time and nobody has to bring anything over, just bring yourself. And I was like, man, my, my mother was the same exact way. You know, yeah. just come over for no reason just to hang out because she just appreciated people. Yeah. You know? That's that's, that's awesome. That's a really great characteristic to have because yeah. we almost are turning into an introverted world because of all you really need is one of these mobile devices to feel connected all the time, you know? Like right. I have I have yep. 10,000 friends on here. Mm. Yeah, but how many people are going to be at your front door when your mother passes away or how many yep. people are going to be there there's still the human element that happens like with what we're doing right now or when you meet with somebody who's struggling with depression or struggling mm. with a relationship breakup or something, there's still like the element of like authenticity and meeting people and being a quote unquote people person. Like that's right. so valuable and it's awesome that your mom was because obviously that's probably one of your strongest characteristics. Yeah, you know? man, because her, her funeral was packed. Like, it was like a Jay-Z concert. It was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did we sell tickets or something? Like, this is, this is crazy. Like, I'm seeing, like, all of my childhood under just That's this a great roof. idea. I'm <laughs> selling tickets for my yeah. pre-sale before yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> Start selling them now. Yeah. You might as well. I mean, you never know. Yeah, and it was dope because, you know, the theme, like, my brother and sister and I, we all put it together ourselves, and the theme was, like, wear red and black or red and white, yep. which is why I said, you know, wear that for my show last weekend and a lot of people did and you know shout out to everybody who did that because it was very special and I didn't want to do it like oh pity me or mourn me because my mother passed it was bigger than that it was it wasn't even that it was let's honor life Mm -hmm. you know and let's honor Mm -hmm. the ones that we have lost and let's honor moving forward that's what these colors mean to me you know and plus you know red was my mother's favorite color and it's mine you know obviously so I just want to and I want to continue to represent the uh, importance of life the importance of human interaction the importance of self-growth 
and and doing more with yourself and seeing the potential that you have uh honor leaving a legacy for your kids or your nieces and nephews and show you that there's a better way love it yeah i think that um i want to kind of take a break real quick and and i realized that a lot of these people that are listening if they don't know who c is is we didn't really touch base on everything that he's done um and i touched base on it last episode I literally had to read off of a paper because yeah. I had to list everything out because I would have forgot it all. So now that we actually have him here, I mean, kind of let everyone know listening. I mm-hmm. mean, let us know. There, I'm sure there's, you know, some of the things you've done and you're, and you're known for some of your biggest accomplishments. Right. Um, you know, kind of go down that down, go down that list with us. Well, my biggest accomplishment is modeling for Iron Empire. That's oh, first there we go. Okay. You okay. Achieved, <laughs> all right. you achieved your legacy. All right. <laughs> no, obviously though, you know, I mean, it is an accomplishment. I will say that because, you know, uh, I never expected to really like be cool with him. Not that I didn't like him, but it's just like, you know, he has so much going on. So right. like to be, you know, in his circle is, is really cool and, and it's a blessing. Um, Appreciate that. But I've won uh, 12 awards. Um, I put out multiple projects musically, uh, played on some of the biggest stages here, Eight Great Tuesdays, Celebrate mm-hmm. Erie, uh, things of that nature. Whew, okay. Uh, I have a band. <laughs> uh, I've acted in movies. I've done voiceover work. I've done music score. Uh, I produce music for other artists. Uh, modeled, of course. Uh, I mentioned that, and I, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure there's. I'm pretty sure there's more to it, but like sometimes I have to read off a paper. Yeah, but hey, some, yeah, <laughs> good, good problem to have, man. But right. yeah, some some of our biggest accomplishments was like you know I opened up for people like uh, Nappy Roots, Bubba Sparks, Ja Rule. Nice. Um. Let's see here. I was mentioning the Atlantic Magazine for the short film. Um, this is our area or our area. I did right. the voiceover and some of the writing for that and got, you know, national acclaim for that. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's it. The first time I really had my eyes open to your talents was at the Erie Homecoming event about yeah. four months ago. Um, I, I just got there. I was like running a little bit late. Big mm. surprise. And I heard the, the woman on the stage say, we're opening up this two day, three day event where there's people from all over the country. There are people with deep pockets too. Like yeah. it was a big like investment push for people looking into maybe investing in some of properties downtown Erie and in the surrounding areas. And C Brown's gonna gonna do a performance. You had a guy with a cello or a violin up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 a cello. Oh wow. Was sick. Yeah, it was yeah, sick. Oh wow. I, I had the goosebumps. Yeah. I had the feels. That was Damn. awesome. Man. It was nine o'clock in the morning. Here I am with a, well, with a guy in a cello. That's a per- I'm glad you say it like that because the thing with C is, and, and no offense to a lot of the other hip-hop artists in the area. I'm friends with a lot of them. They do their thing. They're very good at it. Yeah. But there's not many of them, and I could be wrong maybe, mm-hmm. but have been accepted like he has mm-hmm. into this whole other world of positivity and, and, and these events and stuff like that. And for he's, – he's kind of, you know – going down a road that no one really has gone down i feel like in erie with with what you do um you know if if you uh you know i I don't know i it's just incredible to think about you know how much you've been able to do in erie with what you with what you're able to do um you know especially your music um I don't, I don't know too many hip-hop artists that would have been able to open something like that with right. a cello player right. and be right. successful with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's just insane. <laughs> yeah, I've done a lot of stuff like that, man, just collaborating with different people. Like, I even did something with the Erie Philharmonic, which was, like, so cool for wow. the youth concerts. And, like, I'm a fan of what they do. So to be on that stage with that orchestra as a hip-hop artist oh, was just, like, 
like Charles, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, like you, yeah. you're reaching some new heights here in Erie, man. And and that's what I want to do. I want to show my fellow hip hop heads that it is possible. You just have to be um, consistent, and you have to love it. You have to love it. Like I love this stuff. Like you know, everybody has their addictions. A lot of people work out. A lot of people smoke weed. A lot of people drink. Some people have a sex addiction. Like music is mine. You know, like <laughs> did you see it, he was looking yeah. at me? Kind of, no, I didn't mean that. Like, <laughs> I wasn't implying anything. RJ just came from the meeting, so he's, I wasn't yeah. implying anything. No, <laughs> but you know, I, I realized that you know, like man, I am truly addicted to music. If I didn't have this, I don't know what I would be doing, or even if I would be here. Mm-hmm. Like I would probably go crazy. So the fact that I've I've done so much and I'm able to do so much, like right now, I'm currently writing for the Erie Times and the Erie Reader. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, like what else can I do? And I'm gonna show people like you have the potential and the capabilities of doing so much in this one lifetime that you got. And I'm a pure example, just here in Erie PA. Like I'm doing so many things, I can't even keep up. So that's amazing. What uh, what gets you most excited this day these days? Like you you've got a lot going on. What gets you up in the morning and excited to uh, go to work? As they say, you're working on a new album. What are some other things that really are bringing you joy these days? Oh man, the the one thing that brings me the most joy is the fact that I have this newfound confidence that I never had before. I was, um, you know, before I, I started speaking like this, I was very negative, very pessimistic, I, anger issues, depressed, all types of stuff. So like the fact that I feel this way now keeps me going, keeps me waking up in the morning like, okay, what else can I do? Because I did so much yesterday, but I know I could do more today. Okay, yesterday was good. But how can I make today great? And I know I can make today great because I made yesterday good. Mm-hmm. So it's just that belief in yourself that just that that motivates me each and every day to get up. And and you know the past too. The past is has a lot to do with my motivation because I was in some a, a couple of dark places that I wasn't very happy about, wasn't very proud of. And it's like you know I'm I'm never going back there. Like so right. I'm trying to get as far away from where I used to be. You know just personally, spiritually, mentally. As far as I can, so what is let's let's hear what is a day in the life like for you? You know, a Monday through Friday day, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, a day that you have a show at night. Um, you know, do you have another job out there? You know, where do you find the time to to do everything you're doing? I mean, me, I have the clothing brand, I have stuff I do for Underdog. Now this podcast, I've got something else in the works right now, and I'm just like. Okay, I, I need more days. I need more hours. I don't know yeah. what it is, and I, I'm going through a lot of shit right now. So it's like I feel like my days are even smaller. But but for someone like you who who is all across the board, I mean, right? How you do that? What is a day like for you? Well, I mean, first and foremost, before I get into that, you know, 24 hours to me, I don't know about everybody else, is a lot. It's a lot if you use it. It is. <laughs> it is. If you use it, if you use it properly, and you don't waste your day sitting in front of Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Netflix, like, you can get a lot done. Mm-hmm. So I, I realized that I utilize my 24 hours. The day in the life is like I, I wake up just like everybody else. I look at my phone. Mm-hmm. Why do I look at my phone? Because there's a lot of people trying to get a hold of me, a lot of new opportunities. You know, some people want me to do a show. Somebody wants me to act, you know, some, you know, model. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that just happen, and a lot of it isn't planned. So this is like... My it business plan. Lifeline. It yeah, is. it's my right. lifeline. It's, right. it's, it's yeah. everything as far as, you know, my quote unquote brand goes. So I mm-hmm. check it, look at messages, um, look at emails. There might be a meeting that I have to go to. Um, if there's absolutely nothing going on, then I create something. You know, I don't like to be bored for too long. I don't want to sleep for too long. I, I get complacent and stagnant. So 
I just I look at things like that. Like if nobody hits me up, I'd be like, okay, I have all these gaps in the day. What can I do to fill them? What can I do that I didn't do yesterday? So I might just start creating music. I might write a song. I might start booking some shows myself. Whatever I didn't do, I just do the following day. And I just keep it going. And then once I started doing that, everything else just started coming out of nowhere. I don't even have to plan my day. My day is planned for me by just people reaching out. Mm -hmm. So that's how that happens. It's just the universe just working, man. Just people just blowing your phone up. And it's all good stuff, too. Like, hey, I need you to come do this. I need you to do that. And I just, if I got the time, I get dressed, I go. That's it. Do you, uh, just out of curiosity, are you a proponent of, like, this culture we've created about like the grind, the hustle, like the sleep for three hours a night. Like there's, there's, there's I believe there's a fine line between doing that mm-hmm. and, you know, also finding Killing yourself, right? Yeah. It's, and it sounds it's like you're taxing. Like when I hear you say, I feel gaps with stuff to do. Mm. So do I. But right. what is that fine line between overdoing it, but then also sitting back and getting complacent? And have you found it? Yeah, I think I found it because I realized how important rest is you have to recharge. Yeah. Like, I don't just go off no sleep. I've had days like that, but, like, it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy at no. all. Like, you have to, like, we're like a battery. You got to recharge yourself. You need your rest. You need them, them, you know, six to eight hours to just clear your mind, you know, relax a little bit, you know, sleep. You, yeah. you got to sleep. But, yeah, I found that balance because, like, once I felt like I was killing myself, I was like, okay, if, if you kill yourself, then you can't, yeah, you can't on. keep going. Right. I can't do the things that I, I love to do and, and can do. So I definitely found that balance somewhere. I don't know when I found it, but I, I, I think I got a hold of it at this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I just keep going. You know, I don't, I try to get enough sleep, but not too much sleep. Sure. You know, if I have to sacrifice a couple hours of sleep, I'll do that, but I won't sacrifice eight hours of sleep you know i'm not just going to be bugged out all day and, and zombified because i wasn't resting you can't right. think clearly yeah so yeah you, you definitely got to find that balance and it comes from um experience mm-hmm. yep what about you you're a, you're a hustler you're a grinder what where's the balance for you unlike him i haven't found it yet i'm still trying <laughs> to figure it out <laughs> yeah um you know i i'm a big person off of you know i just i don't want to say i wing it day by day but if i've got something going on in my life outside of the business, it, it affects me big time with it. But, you know, if, I've, if I'm going through something, it's hard for me to go to my store and sit there and be focused. And sometimes I have those days where if something's going on, I know I'm not going to be any good at my store. I'm not going to be any good to my employees or the people that are trying to contact me. I'm, I'm not going to be out there. So I, I'll keep myself at home. Um, you know, I'll, I'll sleep in a couple extra hours and then go in. You know, I'll wake up, sit in the bath for 45 minutes and just get my head right before I actually go in. And, and that's that's been happening a lot more lately, you know, with a lot of stuff going on. And um, it is it is hard to find that balance, um, that work and personal life balance. Um, it's always been an issue for me. Uh, but I'm young, you know. You're young. Yeah. How old are you? Thirty two. Thirty two. Okay, yeah. So you're about my age. So mm. you know, it's one of those things where. I'll work now to, you know, hopefully not have to work as hard in the future. Yeah. What do they say? Work, work like nobody now. So you don't have to work like anyone later or whatever. For yeah. Example, yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Bust your tail now. So someday you're not busting your tail. Like and, that's what I, and that's why I tell people I'd rather work hard now so I can just kick my feet up later yep. on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and 
I like what you said about being young. You know, I, I mean, I'm 32. I just turned 32 in January. And uh, a lot of people are like, oh, man, you're getting up there. You're getting old. But I'm like, dude, I'm 32. Like, no way. Even started. Right. No way. You know what I mean? Like, go tell that to somebody that's like 95 and they're right. getting yeah. ready to kick the bucket. Like, right. and some of those people are still jogging every morning at, yeah, yeah. at 6 o'clock, you know, right. in their 70s and 80s and whatnot. So it's like, don't talk to me about being old. You're no. old because you gave up. Right. That's it. You old because once you hit 30, you got scared. It was like, oh, the fun is over now. I guess I'll just relax and wait till I die. It's all mental. Right. It's it all is. Mental. It's all mental. I turned 30. I threw a big party, <laughs> 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 a big house party, and, and, and started my, my legacy, per se. You yeah. know, like I, yep. while, I'm, while I still got it, I want to keep going. And not only that, I want to continue to feel younger. So, like, eventually I want to get back into the gym and, uh, work on uh you know my physique and, and just my health and just always feel young yeah you know i'm 32 i still feel like i'm 18 yep you know not much has changed it's, it's really all mental it is you know yeah i get so tired of hearing that too like oh man like I, I have a son and before i had my son a lot of times people would be like oh what are you waiting for i'm like i'm 25 that's what i'm right. waiting for yeah. i'm 28 <laughs> oh you ain't getting any younger i'm like yeah but Come on. What's, like, the, what, what are, what's the rush? Yeah, what's yeah. the rush, you know? And say, I, I'm a big fan of like different seasons of life, right? So right. I wanted, after I got married, I was like, this is the season I'm in now. We're going to have fun. We're going to go out. We're going to do fun stuff, you know, just mm. be young. Now I'm in the, you know, now I'm in dad mode. So like that's the season I'm in now and it is what it is, but that still doesn't make me old. Like no. you're technically, you're not even, especially if you have a healthy, active lifestyle, like you're not even probably, you're maybe a quarter of the way through your life, knock right. on wood. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, that's such a false excuses. presumption. Excuses. Yeah, like, and I've never, I, I hear people give me excuse excuses every day about something, and and I just I don't I don't have it. You know, I'll sit there and, and I'm not going to call them out on their bullshit, but I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I get it. Oh yeah, you know, you got a job, and but I mean, to get where I am today, to get where he's been gotten to, even you, like I've had my fair share of four a.m. wake ups, gym by five a.m., done by seven a.m to work 12 hours a day and yeah. do the same fucking thing the next day, the next day, the next day for weeks straight. Yeah. And, and I, I strive, I thrive off of being busy. Yeah. I don't like to settle down. I don't mm -hmm. like to sit around. I'm not like, all right, you know, uh, I had a good day. I'm going to go sit at home and, uh, you know, sit on my ass for two hours. Like if I'm alone, I, I go crazy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I go insane. Yeah. I got to keep moving. Uh, again, Movement is, is growth. Movement is, is life. It is. it is. And, um, uh, you know, right now the, it's a slow time for a lot of businesses, but it's specifically ours with retail and stuff. So it's hard for me to go into the store while we're slow. You know, I'm focused on trying to, how can we get busier sooner? How can we be a little bit more busy now? Um, but it's like once, you know, March, April hit and we're busy, I know I'm going to be 4 a.m., 3.30 a.m. till 12 o'clock at night. And I love it. Yeah. I thrive yeah. off of it. I agree. And let's face it, like, I don't know, you said kicking your feet up someday and relaxing. Like, yeah. I don't know if that sounds so great to me. You know, I want to be able to relax, but I'm the same way. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm going to have some type of job, purpose, motivation till the day I die. Like, well, I, you know, well, right. I mean, I don't necessarily mean like, you know, just sit back on a yacht somewhere and not do anything for the rest of your life. But that's the saying? dream, isn't it? That yeah, that's, right. that's the American believe, dream right? sort of. But <laughs> I mean, what, I guess what I really want to say is I want to get to a point where I can do whatever I want and yeah. I don't have to work as hard Exactly. Anymore. It gets easier. It gets yeah, a it gets lot easier. easier yeah. right? I mean, like I want to travel. I want to do things. Like I want the dream house. I want the dream car. But in order to obtain those things um, and that lifestyle, I have to work hard now. And a lot of people 
in this generation who are a little bit older than me and a little bit younger than me, they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to just have all the fun in the world and you should enjoy yourself. I'm, I'm a firm believer in enjoying yourself, but you got to do something constructive that's going to set you up later on in life to where you don't have to go through all this BS. You don't have to wait till you're 65 to retire or any of that. So that's the life that I'm pushing for. Man, well, that's a perfect segue then to ask you, see, what we ask everybody. Well, you're mm. actually the first one we've really asked because you're our first guest. But Great. <laughs> <laughs> what is the legacy you're trying to leave? <sighs> no pressure. <clears throat> yeah. This is the biggest question we've asked the whole time. In fact, it's the name of All our right. podcast. Um, create the life that you want. Don't be afraid to create the life that you want. Um, I took a risk. And, you know, just like RJ here, I, I left my job in uh, 2018, I believe. Full-time landscaper, you know, was doing that whole thing from like seven in the morning till whenever, you know, there were some days I got home and it was dark. And um, I I lost myself, I lost who I was. I had no identity at one point. I I think I was like borderline crazy. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm making money, I'm doing my thing, but I'm not happy here and I don't wanna do this for the rest of my life. And I decided to walk and, you know, I was scared the first couple of days of not having that job because I didn't know what I was gonna do, it was my main income. And then I realized that, you know, I hold the keys to my own life. You know, I'm not going to let anything or anyone dictate my path or or my destiny. Like, this is my life and I can do whatever I want to do with it, meaning that I can create great opportunities for myself. And I started doing that and it started working out of nowhere. And then the more that I worked, the more that life started working for me. So that's the legacy that I want to leave behind is just, do what you feel is right. Do what you want to do. Don't be afraid to follow your dreams as far as, as far as you know, that goes. It sounds a little cliche, but I really do believe that you should wake up and think about all of the things that make you sad and get rid of it. Go forward, be the best version of you, and create the best version of your life that you can because we only live once. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. You, only, you know, I hate to sound like, you know, Eminem, but you really do only get one shot. Yeah. And once you let that sink in, it's like, man, I got to get up and do something. I got to leave a legacy for the next person. You know, I stay busy, stay motivated and, and follow your heart. Don't listen to people. Don't listen to people that's, you know, that's trying to deter you from what you feel on the inside. You got that dream burning. You got that fire burning in your heart. Then you need to go follow it mm-hmm. and go bring it to fruition. Why not? Why not? Who's Who's going to stop you? And at the end of the day, no matter what path you take in life, people are going to judge you regardless. So you might as well do what you love to do and 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 smile while you're doing it. Nice. Well said. Hell yeah. I feel bad uh, for <laughs> any of the next guests we have or the next 100 episodes yeah, to uh, that top is, that one. That is a solid legacy, my friend. That's, I was uh, I was recording awesome. that little Instagram story, and I was oh, – I'm, I'm missing this. I got to put my phone down for a second. Oh, that's all good. <laughs> I could use some of it. Well, luckily, we're <laughs> recording all this, so we'll have uh, this forever, man. That's well, awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I speak for RJ as well, man. We appreciate your time a ton. No, I appreciate right? you guys. For yeah. sure. Seriously. I mean, I, everyone here appreciates you, everything you do. Um, keep being you. Keep pushing forward. Um like you said, movement is growth. Yeah. And, and I can't I can't wait to see, you know, you talk about, oh, you know, it's an honor to work with me. I mean, to be able to have you be involved with stuff I do and do things like this. I mean, I can only do so much with the clothing brand and myself and everything you're doing. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting there. You're leaving that legacy for sure. Yeah. 
I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You are. You and, know, and I'm having fun while I'm doing it. I so. couldn't think of a better first guest to have on yeah. the show. Seriously, like this was awesome. Great conversation. I enjoyed the opportunity to get to know more about what you're doing. How can people uh, learn more about you? You know, following you and all that stuff. Where can they catch up with, with what yeah, you're doing? Yeah, um, you can uh, contact my website, which is cbrown.com, cebrown.com. Uh, my Instagram is cbrownpa. My Facebook is cbrown814. My email is charlesbrowncj at gmail.com. Yeah, get a hold of me. I talk. I hang out. Somewhere they can help <laughs> and find you. Listen you know? to your music, right? They can yeah, all me. of that. All of that. Cool. And this weekend, you. right? You have a show. Oh, well, this isn't going to air before this weekend, but right. what do you got coming up in the future if someone wants to come see you within a couple weeks? Oh, man, check out what the do? website. See the show yeah, listings. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good enough. There we go. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know when this is going to air, so I don't want to be like, hey, come out. and then Not you know. soon enough. But you're always busy. So you always I'm all, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why I tell people, you know, Hit me up on social media. Check out the website. I'm always updating what I'm doing and what I'm about to do. So, uh, yeah, just get a hold of me. Cool. Well, we will do oh, that. wrap, so. yeah. Yeah, and if you're a first-time listener to the podcast, make sure you uh, leave us a review. Um, shoot us an email, info at leaveyourlegacypodcast.com. We want to know who uh, people want to hear Who's on the next, show. Yeah. Right? yeah, what kind if of you people. you have suggestions or, or if you personally, you, you think you have a story to be told and want to see if you can get on here, we'd love to... Have everyone. Yeah. All walks of life. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time today, C. We appreciate everyone who listened to today's podcast. We'll catch up with you next time.